Okay, good. Okay, good. All right. The birds, uh, they play in that. I'm a tribute day to the MK Ultra uh, controlled CIA operatives of, oh. uh, of uh, Audio Slave. And of course, Chris Cornell awesome. last week. Of course, Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah, I love their stuff, unfortunately. Whether, uh, if anybody believes that it was auto-suffocation or whatever they call it, thing where they. Yeah, auto-suffocation. Yeah, choke themselves and they're willy, and I don't know. And hang themselves. Anybody that believes that, well, you know, I have some oceanfront property in Arizona just for you and a very special prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, a lot of us don't even think he actually actually committed suicide, but there seems to be a tradition right now of some of the uh, propped up icons of the music world uh, mysteriously dying. It was David Bowie and now Chris Cornell. Uh, John Lennon, and a lot of people think that they're still alive and just... Uh, Moving on, they got more important things to do at this point in the satanic, luciferian culture that dominates our lives, unfortunately. But that's the way it is. Okay, yeah. now let's get back to the actual subject matter, which is you, Shaky. <laughs> Some big subject. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I I was raised by my grandfather, and. Uh, he, he was really in the in the reading and, and, and stuff. He wasn't a researcher, but he loved reading about Bigfoot. And I guess I started reading about it and, and watching shows and, and really got interested in it when I was very young. I would say preteen. Um, I was reading a lot of the books I could get at the library or whatever I could find. And back then, the TV shows were in search of. It wasn't like we had TV now. Back then, we only had three stations, I think. And if you got on the roof and turned the antenna, you might get an extra uh, an extra station out of it. But uh, you know, but the old Leonard Nimoy in search of that—that that was the cool stuff. That was the stuff we I had to watch growing up. And and uh, you know, once I got old enough to drive and, and to travel, you know, I I got into doing some field research. I've I've been to Maine. I've been down to Pennsylvania, New York, Pennsylvania, um, Virginia. Georgia, Florida, over towards Texas, um, a little bit, you know, across there. And, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot going on in a lot of different places. Um, I got uh, I got injured, accident, I'm disabled now. And my field research has kind of come to a, well, it did come to a bit of a stop for a while. But I still mean uh still did armchair research and and uh here lately I've I've gotten back into doing more fuel research than and then slowly getting back into it as I can. Hopefully by next year I'll be at it full time again. Now, is is that why they call you shaky? Because of the accident? No, no, you know, I I I've shook all my life. I, I some kind of nerve damage, I guess, from birth or something. No, I've always, my hands have always shook. Just weird. Well, the reason why I ask is I got multiple sclerosis, so I know what it's mm. like. I know what it's like. I'm not wheelchair bound, 
But uh, I know what it's like to, uh, like I'm going to have to mow the lawn. And believe me, by the time I'm done mowing the lawn, and it's not a very big lawn, but it's it's enough to when I get done, I'm shaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here, there, and everywhere. I wonder if people think I'm like uh, uh, drunk or something. You know what I mean? Hey, there's that drunk again mowing the lawn. <laughs> Wow. We're we're fortunate here where I'm at. We don't have grass. I'm I'm in the middle of the woods. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, thank God, new grass. So you've been around a little bit, man. And you've been uh, this is something you've always been interested in, which uh, yep. I always find it interesting that people who are interested in that. Now, here's a, a little off the topic, but really kind of not. We are also interested to uh, the paranormal. Have, was I interested in the paranormal? Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. I've always been fascinated with ghosts and and uh, you know different things like that. So the only reason why I asked, not that I'm necessarily interested in that, although I, we could go down that direction. Believe me, I've been doing uh, a series. Right now, I got a couple series I'm doing right now, but one I'm doing is on uh, uh, troglodytes. Cannibal, cannibals, wild men, and Indian legends. So, wow. and uh, of course, you there's the the mystical side of the whole thing. But anyways, uh, I am not someone who's witnessed or seen Bigfoot. I have seen some strange things, and I have to tell you, for me, I have never been interested in the paranormal. Although lately, I've joined a lot of groups so only to try to understand the whole thing. And uh, Bigfoot. I have to say, even though I have a big brother who saw down in or up in uh, Northern California, I was one of those people that, uh, well, a great skeptic. And it's only been it's like guys like MK uh, Davis, not K- MK Ultra, MK Davis, who has uh, <laughs> kind of uh, got me to rethink things and say, you know, the great possibility that there is something out there now and um but the, it's, i'm seeing weird things so and yeah. so uh and, and uh but for my i, I could be talk about it later but we're talking about you <laughs> have you had an encounter and if so um, tell us about it well hmm. yeah yeah I've, I've, I've had an encounter and i've had some other things happen that i can't explain um uh we were, my wife had, had, had I, I'll jump ahead a little bit. Uh, I had, uh, no, I'll just, let me just start again. I, I had an encounter. What happened was my son was in the bathroom. I guess he was taking a shower for school for the next day. And it was kind of late. Well, I, I'm a redneck. I have no neighbors. I live in the middle of the woods. So I had to pee. So I come out on the porch here. And I live on the side of a mountain. So my porch is probably eight feet off the ground because, the, the, you know, it's going down the side of the hill. And it was dark out. I didn't have any lights on. So I'm sitting here doing my thing on the deck on the porch here. And what I thought was a tree, I would have never seen it. if it had, I would have never known it was there. If it hadn't moved, I would have never known. This thing turned. I mean, I thought it was a tree. It was not a tree. It actually turned. And in one foot motion, turned and walked down the hill away from me. And I can tell you, it was standing next to a fence post. 
and I knew perfect that fence post is five foot tall. And this thing was, well, I say two to three feet above that, and it was on two legs. That's not a that's not a bear. We have bear, but that was not a bear. Um, that was my first visual, but I was it was light enough where I had enough light where I could have saw the details of the face, but it, it was just too dark. I couldn't see it. Um, I, on the other side of our house here, my wife had gallbladder surgery. And within a couple of days of her getting home, we had a men pin in, in the cage outside. And the cage is a 10 by 10 chain link fence cage at six feet tall. One like you buy a tractor supply or other states or whatever. And she was out here talking to the dog in it. Yeah, and she was up on the porch. She walked in the house. I was sitting in the living room. She walked by me. All of a sudden, the dogs went crazy. All, the outside dogs got barking, and everything just went crazy. I heard that chain link rattle. I grabbed a gun. I had my pistol right next to me. I always keep a gun near me. And I grabbed the pistol. I ran out on the porch. And this, I, I can tell you, from the time that that chain link rattled to the time I got on the porch, it was no less, it wasn't no less than five seconds, no more than ten. And the cage was completely over on its side and crushed down. The dog wasn't hurt. Uh, the dog was fast, but the dog wasn't hurt. It was standing, just standing there in, the, in front of its box, looking around like, "What the shit just happened here?" You know, it was, it was no animal. There was no noise. There was nothing to be seen. It, it, it was done, done and over, and everything quiet. So whatever did it, you know, someone could say, well, a bear did it. Well, I can tell you, I've, I've seen bears move. That bear didn't move that fast. There's no way. And whatever did, had to grab it by the bottom and flip that thing up to get it over on its side and then crush it down. I mean, it was, it was cool. I got pictures of it. It was awful. Um, I was driving out one night to get my son, and it was very foggy. I was in a truck. I was in an F-150 rental truck because our car was at the shop. And as I'm going out the road, a pair of eyes glowing. I couldn't, I, the fog, my headlights were in the fog. I couldn't see in the fog, but I could see the eyes glow, the, the, the eyes shine. As it come across the road, it turned, looked, and then kept on going. When I got down to town, I was sitting in the truck, and I looked at a street sign, and I got out and measured the street sign. Those eyes were seven feet off the ground. This thing didn't bob. It looked like a ghost floating. It didn't bob, weave, nothing. It just floated, just like, a, like it was gliding on air. Um, my son and two of his friends had an encounter within a mile of here one night. They had a campfire and had some come in. They saw the eye shine of it, and it was very fast moving. They didn't know what it was. And... Uh, my wife is a skeptic. She does not, she kind of believes, but she's the one that she wants to see it. She was out here a month ago and something threw a rock at her and uh, browse. And we, I was on the porch then and you could hear it walk around the side and down through the woods. Never could see what it was. So, you know, but it, whatever it was, it scared the heck out of my wife. But, you know, so it's, it's, you know, we hear whoops, we hear wood knocks. Last last night I heard a wood knock, and it seems like right before the train on the other side of the mountain comes through, you'll hear uh, a wood knock or three wood knocks or a whoop or something right before a train comes. It seems like once you hear something, it's, it's within seconds you'll hear that train whistle. Uh-huh. So I don't know 
if they're communicating about the train coming through or, or what it is. Sounds that way. Sounds that's the way. Yeah, it I'm, is. You know, I'm not a, I'm not an expert by no means. I'm just the average guy that that's had that's had things happen, and I'm I'm just out here trying to to find the truth of the matter and, and discover what it is. Uh, you guys keep on saying I'm not an expert. My gosh, <laughs> that that phrase has got to be killed like, right Isn't now. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm not an expert. What what you know? I'm not an expert. No. What the heck? Uh, you know, you've had experiences with the thing. I think that me qualifies you to have some kind of uh, expertise in it. I mean, what is an expert? I mean, I didn't know that there was a. Uh, a PhD and uh, um, you know Bigfooty. <laughs> yeah, you know, what is, what call is the cryptozoologist. There's no, there's no scorn to be a cryptozoologist. And that's yeah. just one of the things somebody can say, "Hey, I'm a cryptozoologist." And oh well, I guess you are. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. Well, I can imagine. Uh, you know, that's been a interesting dynamic between you and the wife and her being skeptic and you being consumed by the thing. And it seems to be, uh, 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 these creatures, they do consume you. I've never seen one, but from, uh, some of the video, some of the, um, pictures have been sent to me by MK and others. And I've been doing art just, uh, of what I see, uh, a lot of times they're not even seeing it. There's something out there in them woods, that's for sure. And uh, uh, whether you want to call it Bigfoot or whatever, there's something big, hairy, and mean, and bad. <laughs> so you know, I don't go in the woods without a gun. I can tell you that. I'm not going to be in a situation where I'm, I'm going to put myself in. You know, people say these are your force friends. These are, and and there's the term, like I say, the term expert for the fact of the reason we there's don't no have such, a body. We don't there's have. No such, there's no such thing as force friends. Well, we're going you know, further. You, there's no such thing as force friends. <laughs> Even a squirrel ain't your friend. So come that's on. right. That's right. Let's just get that out of the way, and that's yeah. all part of this new age nonsense. And part of this, I what I call, and I think I mentioned this on your guys' show about weaponized anthropology and how they are uh, deliberately, and they being there are think tanks and there's organizations connected with the military to uh, confuse and divide people in many different ways, and then using Bigfoot as one of those. Uh, 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 tools and uh, one can look at the Illuminati playing cards from the early 90s and then it brings up Bigfoot as one of those things so it is real and they know that and they're mind screwing the rest of us and trying us to make you know people look crazy and all that and divide us and if you can divide people in many different ways it's much easier to control them so exactly you know, you end up having ridiculous arguments about something as such as the fact that the Bigfoot exists. If someone's seen it, instead of arguing with them and disagreeing with them and say it's all BS, why don't you just say, you know what, that's what they experienced, and that's that. Whether I experienced it or not doesn't mean that it's not real. I have never seen a black bear in the wild. 
Huh. I've seen a grizzly. Well, I've looked for a black bear, and I never saw it. I've seen creatures around my neck of the woods uh, that nobody else ever seen. And by the way, all those glimpses of those creatures were short within seconds. But nothing in the wild sticks around long enough to give you, uh, you know, a photo op, you know. So right. you're lucky to get anything. So I'm sorry for interrupting that. There's another thing I want no, to ask no, you about. No, no. You call yourself a redneck. What the hell does that mean? A redneck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I grew up on a tobacco farm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't listen to country music, but I guess I'm country-fied. I, I, believe, I believe in freedom. I believe in, in, in the Second Amendment. And, you know, I believe in having a good time. How does you that know, make you a redneck? I, I don't. I guess it's. I guess I'm more of a hillbilly now, so I'm living on the hill. <laughs> but, hey, know, my, an, my my ancestors come from uh, North Carolina and Tennessee, so part yeah. Cherokee and Chippewa, and uh, and uh, you know what? It's it's you know what? Another term that they threw out, just like conspiracy theorists and all that, to divide and conquer. The average person, as they didn't realize it, is probably a redneck. Well, you know the term that that term I grew up with was I don't actually know the definition, but what I was told growing up was it you know being being a farmer and whatnot was it was from you know, the back of your neck getting sunburned from being out yeah. in, the, in the farm in on, on in the fields and doing tobacco and whatever you know whatever you're doing out there. But Lord knows I've gotten many a bad sunburn on the back of my head, back of my neck. That's that's for sure, but. Well, let me tell you something. From my experience, at almost 50 years of age, and I don't have a problem interviewing people and talking to people, uh, I have discovered the quote-unquote redneck is a lot more wiser, smarter than the <laughs> metrosexual male, the yippie of today, the city boy who thinks he knows everything because he read a bunch of books, only to find out that most of what he actually read was fables and storytelling itself. So uh, who is, you know, it's, you know what it is? It's a derogatory term to make people who have the capacity to maybe do self-sufficiency, hunting, farming, take care of themselves, and they're not so dependent on the state. So what do they yeah. call they call them rednecks? And it's a derogatory term to uh, make people who have been farming and all that kind of stuff look like they're less than, when in reality it's the opposite. So I just want you to know that when you say I'm a redneck, say it with pride, all right? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> right. I do. All yeah. right. Talking about the hunting We're... and the, the bear. You never see a black bear. Well, last year I ate a black bear. I mean, you know, that's, that's what life is. We How's it taste? Oh man, it's to me, it's just like roast beef, but leaner and and more flavorful. Ah, I, I like it better. I would rather eat bears than, than eat a roast than eat roast. I mean, that's just my opinion, and probably have a lot better for you. But uh, probably, you well, know, you know I, we got to survive ourselves up here. I mean, you know, I, a lot of people are gonna hunt, and that's fine. If you don't want to hunt, don't hunt. But when when you when you have to depend on that deer or or what you kill to feed your family and and to help you get through because you don't have the money to go to the grocery store and buy 
steaks and, and hamburger, you know. I just had lunch, and it was ramen noodles. <laughs> That's the kind of budget I'm on. Yeah, I am, too. I understand. Especially if you're dis- <laughs> on a disability check, it's really tough on you. I know what it is. So. I'm yeah. trying to raise a five-year-old boy, almost six, by myself. I have most of the week. Wow. It's been that way since he was basically um, six months old. Mm. And uh, it's been, you know, it's been a challenge, man. It's been a challenge. Yeah, you know? yeah. My, my grandparents raised me, and they and they were on Social Security when they got me, you know. So, and they took me into three months old, and my grandmother died when I was twelve, and my grandfather got me through the rough years, you know. By the time I became a teenager and wanted to take on the world, he was stuck with that. But thank uh, God he had already had sons and knew what to expect. Right. Well, man, what we, best we do is one day at a time, man. I, as, a, as, a, as a young man, as a as a child, I did hunt and trap, uh, and it was not for a very long time. It was for a few years, and uh, you know, it was a, uh, an interesting and enjoyable experience being out in the woods and doing all that kind of stuff, and even night hunting and trying to hunt for coons. Of course, yeah. the only thing we ever got were possums. So. <laughs> But, you know, we would have, like, uh, banquets, and we would eat all this stuff. And I got to tell you, squirrel tastes tastes really great. Muskrat is the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. I have to tell you. (laughs) We used to skin them when I never ate one. Oh, my gosh. We tried it, man. Rough as all get out. And even, you know, trying to soften the meat and fry it and everything, it was just Anyways, but you know what? It, It is edible. Just to let you yeah. know, it's just, Hell yeah. it's just a little tough. So, mm. uh, and, and venison is one of the best meat of all. And thank goodness those uh, four-legged, huge rodent things are all over the place these days. And I imagine exactly. big, big, Bigfoot are the reason why they're expanding, too, throughout our region because of the, the number of uh, deer. So, and... Mm. Uh, yeah, and I can imagine, you know, I worked on the railroad. I went from Toledo to Chicago on freight trains, and I never did see a Bigfoot, but I saw a lot of other things. And then I, I tell you what, so I ran over quite a few things. Oh, I bet. You know, so I can imagine that uh, it would be very wise if there have to, they seem like intelligent enough creatures or beings to reward each other. You know, hey, there's a big, there's a train coming. Uh, might want to get out of the way and stay away from this thing. Uh, could crush you. Yeah. <laughs> it will crush you, in yeah. fact, if you get in the way. So, <laughs> and somebody be blue. I wonder if anybody ever eaten Bigfoot before. That would be interesting. I don't know. You know, who knows what happened back in the... Well, I, I guess... I don't know. I guess who knows what happened back in the, you know, in 1800, 1700s. Who knows, you know? But I would, I would imagine it would be like cannibalism. If they, if they, I don't think they're human, but still, it's just... It's well, you see, I... I, I know I know they're human like and they're primate, but I don't buy into their argument. They're, now if you and I ate try to eat each other, that'd be cannibals. And that's one of the things I've been talking right, about. Right, right. And Native Americans in particular certain tribes, they celebrated it and uh and that's one of the last recordings you just did this morning about you know, and they would have uh, big ceremonies and they would eat uh, they literally eat these people raw. I mean, uh, mm. people make, you know, as someone who's part Native American, who's ex- had some experience with Native Americans, I'm very unimpressed. I have to say, I'm very. Um, I'm a quarter. They're, they're, I'm a quarter Native American. 
they're not any better than the Europeans. By the way, Europeans uh, have notorious for uh, cannibalism themselves. So, right. <laughs> even the ruling elites seem to still do it these days. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a good question. It is a good question. It is how how human is it? And it's a continual question. But from the faces that I'm seeing, I'm uh, they're uh, no, they're, I don't buy it. I don't think they're you, human. You know, well. You know, let's get on that subject for a second. But how human are they? Well, we 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 know chimpanzees share ninety eight point nine, almost ninety nine percent, the same DNA as a human. Okay, humans are great apes. Chimpanzees are great apes. But we share ninety. You might as well say ninety nine percent of our DNA is the same as chimpanzees. It's just a range difference. So. Why, you know, I, I, my, my personal opinion, I think these things are, are as close as you can get to being uh, to a human without being human. They are, they have, under, you know, just a, a, a huge undiscovered primate living in North America that for whatever science is not recognized, whether it be the government, whether it be just the fact of not have ever anybody ever having actually legitimately gotten a body to turn you know to turn in or whatever, but I still believe that they uh they are uh very close to us. Yeah. And like I say, that's just my personal thing. You have people, other people out here that think they're aliens. You have people out here that think they uh you know are dimension jumpers and. You have people out here, you know, that think they're they're humans that are wild. I mean, there's there's just so many different things, and that's that's the thing. It's just so many theories. And, you know, oh, do, I just want, I, hey, this I want to give you a little bit of perspective for this argument that you're offering up. Mice share ninety percent of the human DNA. Dogs share eighty four percent. Chickens, dogs, and mice and apes and all that are common. Uh, yeah, chickens share a vast majority of their DNA with us. Uh, you know, the more the mammal you are, the more, uh, yeah. So, yeah, gorillas, 98.4% of humans. Um, orangutans, 96.9%. Monkeys, 93%. So, um, so where do you go? Where do you, where do you draw the line when it comes to that? Uh, it's an interesting topic. Uh, DNA is one of those things that probably doesn't hold much weight, honestly, as far as whether or not to kill one or eat one. If we're we're willing to eat all these other animals that share such so much of the same DNA, so uh, and you know it's. it's, I'll go ahead with the question. Well, well, talking about DNA, my my question to a lot of people is. You know, they're like, well, we got hair samples, or we got this sample, whatever. Okay, you run a hair sample, and it comes back uh, possible human DNA. Well, of course it is. Just like you just <laughs> said, you know, of course it is. You know, but what do you have to compare it to? There's nothing. There's nothing to compare that DNA that you're finding to. Until that body is brought forward, you have nothing to compare anything to. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, People ask, well, well, why do we have to kill it? Let's just trap one. And what? My, 
Okay, great white sharks, they don't live in captivity. I think the longest one was three days. So (laughs) so how do we know that these things would even live in captivity if you've got one? You know, it's just so many. And then there's people that say, well, you could never get one. Well, we can bring gorillas out the woods. We can bring elephants out the the jungle. I'm sure that these things can be brought down and brought in. It's just a fact of a matter of who and why and when and where. It's it's not the fact of bulletproof or supernatural or anything like that. Yeah, well, it's 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 a fascinating topic. So, it's just, well, you know, what is it? You know, here's the thing that I've been That's seeing the too, man. Right there, <laughs> I, with some of these vi- these pictures and these videos, I'm seeing, and it's not uh, pareidolia. It's not. I, I as an artist, I have the eye for it. And I'm not just looking for eyes and faces. There are there are images that associate many of these creatures on film, which you know. I, okay, where am I getting at with this? Is there a possibility that there are spiritual entities that accompany these creatures? The creatures themselves are physical beings. If we uh, now, let's just say you know, if just look at the Bible. In the story of uh, the 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 guy who was possessed by the legion of demons, and they were all cast. They needed a, a host body, and they were all cast into pigs or swine, and then they were they ran into the sea. Uh, could these these creatures themselves be great host bodies for spiritual entities, in which, in the process, helps them to uh, do things that are seemingly mysterious and that. Uh, uh, are strange to us. Now, this is just a theory, like everything else, but I am seeing these images, and I'm not a nutcase, and I'm not in any way trying to prove one way or the other what's going on. I just want to know what... Well, let me rephrase that. I am trying to prove what's going on, but my biases are, uh, although tainted a little bit to my reading of the Bible... Nothing more than that. I mean, I'm not a religious fanatic, and I'm uh, I'm very hard on Christianity and religion. So, um, mm-hmm. so it's not that. So, so but there's something going on that's weird. And uh, um, what is going on? That's the. Well, it's, let, let me let me let me tell you a story. And and maybe this and and try to. It's kind of a weird story, but I'm, uh, it, it it has a purpose to it. My grandfather that raised me was born in 1905. When he was a little boy, my great-grandfather, who was a state senator and a prosecuting attorney, he, he very intelligent man, when he, he caught my grandfather reading the Buck Rogers type, if it was Buck Rogers or a type of that type of comic book, he told my grandfather, he said, if I ever catch you reading this book or anything like this again, I'm going to tear your behind up. And my grandfather said, why? What's wrong with it? My great-grandfather said, look, son, he said, man will never go to the moon. Man will never go into outer space. Man is not going to fly around. You know, there's none of this. is all foolishness. This will never happen. Now, my great-grandfather died in the 40s. Now, in his mind, he could not he could not uh, perceive it. He could not his mind couldn't open up to this. So he 
you know, what if I told what if I told you that your grandfather's right? <laughs> well, well, my grandfather, my grandfather, you know, wound up flying airplanes. My grandfather saw things. I mean, there's people that say we never went to the moon. You know, I, I don't know. You know, that's that's, that's a, there's no evidence to prove it. Could they have done it? If they did do it, uh, shaky, they're keeping it very secretive from us because all the all, all that they given us. I mean, from I mean, they don't even have. Amazingly, lost all the footage of the most amazing thing that ever happened that mankind has ever done. They have nothing left. They can't find any of the footage. It all no. got lost. The uh, uh, it just I mean the overwhelming evidence that they whatever they presented it to us uh, was not the, it was a lie. Well, does that we, mean we that they did out of space? We, we're sending space shuttles in out of space. You can go on YouTube and watch live NASA satellites. Of, of Mars. Mars. Well, in Mars, um, the amazing thing is uh, Mars is actually a location just outside of Greenland. And that's beautiful. People, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. In Mars, and they yeah. got pictures of lemmings and bones of uh, walruses and everything, if you pay attention to it. And it's, so it's like, if they are going to Mars, once again, they're not showing you and I the real image. Right. That's something to think about. So these are these are the same authorities that are trying to tell you and I that Bigfoot isn't real. Yeah. So what? Yet yeah, what? Your your great grandfather he had a point. What was his point? What was his? Well, well he his thing was is well his, his mind couldn't perceive us doing anything like that. And he died before anything was actually supposed to be done, you know. So if we open our minds up, maybe things are, maybe things are. Well, you know, your great grandfather. Want to deny it or not? Maybe things are. Maybe these things are supernatural. Maybe I'm not saying they are. You know, we don't know. Maybe maybe things are happening that that we're keeping our minds too closed mind. You know, we're being too closed minded to to to, to accept. And we don't think it's possible, you know, but maybe it is. Who knows? Well, maybe space is, is water. I don't know. Either it's one of those things. You know, Parsons, you look at Jack Parsons, he was a well known Satanist and occultist along with uh uh Hubbard Alistair Crowley and then you yeah. got uh, uh Van Braun you you know, the the NASA and all the occult summits uh, symbology and all that. I mean, they're telling you flat out that they're not whatever they're. It's 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 the fraud. It's a fake. Their story is there simply to present an image that they have mastered certain things and therefore you know uh, are superior to the rest of the world. And you know, be very watch out now because you know we got our bombs and everything else, and we got space and all that kind of shit. But you find our number one ally is Russia, so it really is the case. It's not just my opinion; it's a, a emphatic evidence. We got the longest, one of the longest treaties of all countries in the world is with Russia, the America. You know, so uh, so that does not negate in any way the supernatural. That does not negate ghosts. That does not negate. Uh, the spiritual realm. It doesn't negate that there's entities from another realm coming over and saying, "Hey, we're from you know, some this planet, that planet." 
only problem is you and I have never seen a planet. So we think we have, but we actually haven't. All we've ever seen is computer-generated imagery and artists' renderings. That's very disturbing. So uh, these are things that one should really think about. But you saw Bigfoot. Now, that's yeah. different. That's completely different. Now, this is this is why I'm, you know, you're talking, I'm a guy coming from a completely different um, uh, spec of, uh, side of things, if you will, angle of things, because I studied NASA, and I studied the world system, and I've studied all the, how things work, and how uh, most people, you know, there was, here's one thing. You saw Bigfoot. Now, either it was a hologram that was projected to you, and yes, there is technology today to do that. You can go online and see how, like, even in China, uh, spaceships flying around, hovering over cars and all that. They're sure, simply right, holograms. Right. You know, if you've ever seen it before. So they do have the technology. But that, you know what? I have a hard time believing that they were focusing on shaky that day, that yeah. evening. You know what I mean? Say, let's, let's show a hologram. And, uh, yeah, that's so, a waste of time. <laughs> so, I mean, one point getting at here, shaky, is that you're talking about something that's more real than the, the, the moon landing. Do you understand that? Yeah. This is big business. This is big news, and there's something strange going on. And this is supposed to be about you, but I'm sorry. I get on my soapbox, and I just go, like, can I'm you cool, not man. people see? You. you guys, can you not see what's going on here? Come on. This is a big issue. What's, what is going on here? You know, the spiritual elements of North America and all the many different tribes and uh, it, there was uh, first and foremost before the killing and the genocide of of uh, the Native Americans. And but don't feel don't feel uh, singled out Native Americans because this happened at, uh, numerous times to Eurasians themselves. So uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's, let's put it this way: uh, something was going on spiritually. Along with that, something. These creatures, these beings, these humanoids, whatever they are, have been present all along and have been just brushed off to the side is foolishness. Yet the moon landing isn't. Yet there's overwhelming evidence that the moon landing never did happen, and there's overwhelming evidence that Bigfoot is real. So I don't know where to go with this, bro. (laughs) That's true. You know, I've always... Moon landing was real, but that you know I've never really studied it. You know, never never thought even crossed my mind about it. Well, I never uh, crossed my mind about Bigfoot until after I studied all this stuff, and I said, "Holy crud! You guys actually got something going on here. <laughs> you don't even real. Maybe you do realize it, but you know what? Most of the world does not realize it. There is something going on. There is something uh, out there." And, the, you know, the woo-woo thing and all that, which is just another convenient thing of saying, you know, because, you know, well, first of all, you know, portals and all that other jazz, no one even can really divine, you know, hey, I got a portal, too. You know what it's called? What's that? My porcelain throne. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't care about the portal until someone actually proves to me 
that they've actually really seen a portal and they're a credible source and they're not some anthropologist that was hired by the military to make up a flicking story or a psychiatrist that was also hired by the military. I don't know nothing about so. him. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't, we don't have any clue who those people are, do we? No. <laughs> I, just about, I just read something he wrote the other day. Yeah. I'm psychologist or whatever he is. He saw one cloak in front of him and, and this, you know, I don't know. I, can't, I wasn't there. I don't know what he saw. You know, other than what well, what, yeah, what does it mean? I, I can tell you something. I've seen things where these creatures, whatever happens, the their hair fibers or whatever, especially it's like with green, if they're in the green foliage, it seems to blend in. And they do sure. seem green, and they do kind of, uh, they blend into their environment. So cloaking, smoking, doking, doping. I, I don't know what it is. People, some people call it cloaking as in, as in with, with Star Trek, when they when they go from the ship to the to the thing, they disappear. But I think cloaking is just camouflage. You know, it's just you know, I, I've been in the woods and had deer in front of me and not seen them until I was right right up on them. And you know, or you know, animals animals have a way of blending into their environment. That's how they survive. Absolutely, you know, it's natural. It's natural. And, it makes all the sense in the world. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry to get on my – so let's get on the important issue, whether the moon landing is real or not for now. Uh, Bigfoot, tell us more about your experiences, your understandings, uh, where you're at with all this, because uh, it seems – well, this is one of those things. Uh, it seems to be whenever anybody has an experience, unavoidably, it it, it consumes your life. So this is big – this is this – is, uh, uh, if there ever was an, an amazing mind-altering drug, it's the experience of a big one. I mean, everyone yeah, I know has ever experienced it. Everyone I've known so far who's experienced it can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty true. Yeah, that's 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 a I get, I get yelled at a lot from my wife. I'm spending too much time on the internet. I'm too much time on, on, on social media talking to other people about things, or you know, and it's always something big related. Well, so tell me, well, why? Why for you? You know, why has it become so uh, obsessed, uh, obsession for you? Because, of, and I don't say that it's disrespectful in any way. I mean, no, I, no. I think it's really neat that you guys have experienced something that's so meaningful to you that it actually has altered, changed your whole life. I think, you know, turning it to a religion type of thing is dangerous and turning it, it's that's when, you know, the woo-woo stuff gets in and starts to really mind screw you and uh, yeah. keep off balance. But you know, uh, still, it's something that's obsessed your mind. So tell if, us why? Why? Why if for you? I can. I know it exists. I know it exists. I can't convince people that it exists, but you know, unless you know, unless they may see themselves. But I know this thing's there, and there, there's state. Texas is one of them, you know, where you can legally shoot and kill these things. And, you know, if these things do exist, if these things, you know, these things ever get proven by science, let's say, they they need to be protected because everything man comes in contact, contact with, man destroys. Every animal that's ever walked the face of this earth that man has come in contact with, we hunt. 
we we kill. Even if it's not for food, it's it's for pleasure. I mean, you see pictures all the time of people with giraffes that they shot, or or elephants, or or whatever. You know, it's it's man's instinct to hunt and kill. And yeah, you know, I, I wonder if Dick Cheney has a a, a mounted one. You know, a taxidermy uh, a mounted <laughs> one in his living room. I bet you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, and and I don't have like I said I don't have a problem with hunting. I hunt, you know I I hunt and when I kill I eat. If I'm not going to kill it, I, I mean if I don't I'm not going to eat it, I don't kill it. I don't, you know what I mean. There, well, there's one thing to hunt for survival, and there's another thing to hunt just for enjoyment. And I and well, I don't the, think the hunting for enjoyment is the right thing to do, but that's just my opinion. And also calling the herds and maintaining it so it's. Uh, it doesn't become dangerous. Uh, I, I just read a story to my son in India about the rhesus monkeys and how they are considered sacred and that uh, the police cannot uh, touch them, can't uh, kill them. The only thing they do is catch them. They actually have prisons for these monkeys. And every day, every you know, uh, hundreds of people are bitten by these monkeys and have to go to the doctor and get rabies shots and everything in India. And... Uh, I mean, they're, they, they are uh, attacking. Now, think about this, because this is, uh, let's think if, if Bigfoot itself, if its populations grow to a point where it becomes a nuisance, a true nuisance. I mean, recent monkeys, they go in there and they, they'll go in a raid in uh, uh, people's homes. They know how to open up uh, people's doors. Sure. Uh, uh, get through windows and raid their uh, pantries, their food and tear up their homes, and it's constantly reported. And they're not allowed to kill these things. Now, if they did kill these things and maintain the numbers, life would be a lot better for them. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, like, well, I, I guess I should be more clear. I, I, you know, I, I understand, like, coyotes. I don't have a problem killing coyotes because they, they, they are a nuisance animal. Um, it, yeah. I guess there's a a a, a, a certain uh, criteria this, this, for anything, you know, for this, whatever the this reason. Is always, this, this is part of the natural balance of things that mankind right. and things like Sasquatch are supposed to predation, uh, prey, prey on others and maintain a uh, uh, population in a sustainable way. So that uh, for many reasons, many logical reasons, very, very yeah. rational. Uh, but but I mean, we also don't know the population of, the, of what the Bigfoot are or the Sasquatch. We don't have, we don't, nobody knows that. Until we get a Jane Goodall for Sasquatch, we don't know nothing. I mean, really, we don't know anything except what we've seen with our own eyes. And that's just another story. You know, without, the, without a picture, my, my encounter is just another story without, without proof. Um, it's, 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 there's no, there's nothing there but a story, you know, we need somebody or somebody, and I'm sure somewhere, I'm going to ask or somewhere, somebody's way off the grid that is, that is, uh, dealing with these things on a daily basis. I'm sure it is. Um, you know, it's just, you him talking about it. This, I'm sure you've heard that these things can't be catch, captured on game cameras. Well, I can tell you last weekend, I saw one of the best pictures of one that was taken from a game camera that I've ever seen. And and, and they don't want it public. Well, really? Where did it come from? 
I can't say. I, I promise I wouldn't say who had it. But okay. the gentleman showed me a picture. I, I had heard about him having it. I I questioned I, I questioned him about it, and he showed it to me. And he was kind of shocked I even knew. But he did show it to me when I questioned him. And, and I'm telling you, I, it was one of the best pictures I have ever seen. Well, tell me about the detail then of the of the picture. It 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 it. it, it, it it's almost like Patty, but a little this one was a little thinner, and it was it was walking past the game camera, and uh, you know it, it, it had these huge muscle, you know it's big, it it it's very muscle bound, but it it's not it was lean, it wasn't uh it wasn't a awesome thing, it was like a like a kind of reminded me of a big basketball player, you know you know what I mean, lean but muscular. Uh, How about the head? It, like, 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 like Popeye uh, had those big uh, forearms. <laughs> it, it had a lot of muscle in those forearms down in there. Sure. Uh, it, you know, I. Uh, yeah, it was a lot like the Patty, like the Patty film. But um, I don't, what, I don't, this is what, 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 what part? What, what, what part of the country did? What is it? Uh, he didn't tell me. He did not tell me. I didn't ask. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, the uh, oh, it's not Sasquatch Chronicles, but one of those. Uh, I can't remember now, but anyways, there's that image of uh, uh, the site. There's the one that's out there. Is the one that's like a profile, and it's standing, and it's, it's got its mouth wide open, like a screaming. I'll have to send it. Know. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah. But, but, but uh, a lot of people are saying it's not real, but it turned out to be, it is real. And it was taken from a game cam in Buffalo and it is about as detailed as you can get. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I want to also talk to uh, Mr. Klein because he knows about this. And uh, this was something that somehow that was not supposed to come up, but was leaked out. And, uh, has been used constantly um, by uh, one of the the uh, basically it was like I don't know if it was stolen or it was bought for in uh, one of these shows like Sasquatch Chronicles, which I'm not saying that's the, it, it's not Sasquatch. Yeah. Chronicles. What are the other ones? There's a couple other big ones, and if you name them, I probably could figure it out real fast. And I, I, could, I I'm a member of that that fan group, and I'm a Sasquatch. Sasquatch Chronicles, we got Coast to Coast. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of shows. There are just too many shows. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, this, Night this, Callers. Uh, man. Yeah, I know. That's one of those. Anyways, I'll figure it out. I'll send you the picture, and you go, oh, no, it can't be true. And it turns out that it is true. Yeah. Um, I saw one yesterday. Uh, Daniel sent me one yesterday, and he didn't see where it came from. And, uh, and 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 it looked just like a lot like the one the other guy showed me over the weekend. It, it, the, the creature looked almost identical to it. You know, resembled it a lot. And uh, now, did it have the conical head? Or yes, yes, this one was the one that Daniel sent me. Yes, definitely. And the one, matter of fact, both of them did. And uh, it uh, it was the one Daniel. Both of them were even the one Daniel sent me. They were both facing to the left, like they were walking. They walk across. Yeah, well, that's interesting. You know, you know, uh, 
I'm a believer. Uh, of course, the only way you can actually be a knower is to actually see it itself um, that exists. That's just the way life is. But I'm a believer uh, based on my own research on the subject. Of course, there's a hell of a lot of hoaxes out there. And there's a how to, you know, a lot of people that are, uh, you know, saying things that are, uh, I don't know. But then again, you know, I got a guy like yourself who has his experience and has it personally not much to gain from telling that you have experience. Uh, really, at the end of the day. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, the thing, the thing is real. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I want to say, let, let me, uh, let me, let me, just for people listening, if this is not something you're going to go out and see, you're not going to go out and hope and see it and see it. It's not going to happen that way. Well, if you, if you have an encounter, it's going to be like, what the hell that just happened? It's going to be there. It's going to be gone. It's going to happen. And it's not something you're going to be looking for to happen. If you want to go out researching, don't go out to research. I'm not saying don't have research. Don't go out to look for these things. Take, take and go out in the woods, take your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, your family, whoever, go out camping. Spend quality time together. Enjoy the outdoors. And if you have an encounter, it's a bonus. But not everything in the woods is a Bigfoot. Not everything you find is Bigfoot. You just have to, you just have to go out there, and, and if it happens, it happens. You know, you can't expect it to happen. But if it happens, it's, it's great. It happens. But once it happens, be prepared. Be prepared that you're going to want to keep going and finding more and more and, and figuring out what, what you did. To you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this obsession of yours, you know, it's uh, one of the things that I find uh, uh, most fascinating. I have the exception too, uh, obsession. I mean, I have focused on nothing for the whole year uh, except this particular topic because of, uh, well, uh, you know, through my research and uh, interviewing certain people and et cetera, I just come to a conclusion that uh, uh, if it's not true, then it is, uh, well, uh, yeah, um, there's an awful lot of actual, I mean, the world, I mean, people are screwed up to begin with, but that is going beyond the pale for me, so. <laughs> yeah. you know mm. you know because uh, you know uh, it, it, no really people are you see them do all sorts of things that are just like um, you know, how do you get away with this crap you know what I mean but uh, um, yeah but these things these these creatures these beings that are intelligent and human like and yeah I understand uh, not uh, wanting to kill any of them. I wouldn't want to kill any of them either. I would love to see one. I, I, I am, you know, well, you know, you hear this, this, you know, when you do in, uh, interact with a thing, that things, strange things start happening to you. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that if that did happen to you as well. I've never had anything weird, like not like no dreams or nothing like that, nothing you know, I ain't never had any dreams where this thing come and talk to me or anything strange like that. It's just, you know, I, I don't know. Nothing not, not weird other than the fact of the experience itself. 
I mean, I've had friends say they've seen orbs or lights and stuff, but you know, I I can't say what they say either because I wasn't there to see what they saw. <laughs> right. <clears throat> well, I mean, when I was saying that, I was just saying, you know, you know, this. Uh, I don't know. Even the fact that you become obsessed with it is, and, and it's not yeah. it's, uh, a bit uh, the unusual. So. I, you but, know, uh, I guess it's like seeing something new. You know, you've seen something that you, 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 you that's so rare, or that your mind's still trying to process it. And maybe the fact you want to see it again, just to validate what you saw. You know, I, it, it's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. Right. Maybe you want to prove, man. Maybe my thing is, I want to prove that these things do exist. You know, to prove to people I'm not a freaking nut or whatever. Different people are, are obsessed with different things. You know, I, I know people that are obsessed with sports. I know people that are obsessed with girls or, or, or obsessed with boys or obsessed with cars. I'm obsessed with Bigfoot, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just out there a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully it's not the exact equivalent as being obsessed with girls. I'd be a bit no, oh, I'm married, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's... Uh, it is amazing. It's an amazing story. It's an amazing thing, and it's uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you do with um, what do you do with it? You know, um, where do you go with it? I, I mean, I guess the question I have for myself is like, what's the next step? Okay, I'm a believer. Uh, where do I go next with it? Do I really go out there? Um, I can't walk very far. Yeah, I got to use, use a cane. Yep. Um, I guess I could be good Bigfoot bait, and uh, you can put me out somewhere and see what happens. Um, but uh, now, I mean, there's some overwhelming evidence for this creature. That's the amazing thing: overwhelming evidence that it exists. Uh, that it's present, it's part of our our environment, and uh, the question that that comes to comes to mind is why why hide it? Why would the government hide it? You know, it's funny you say that because I'm really on the fence about this thing of, of the government involvement. I I really don't think there's a government cover up. Now I'll tell you why I say this. I talked to two police officers, two park police officers over the weekend in Southport State Park. The first one I talked to was a young cop, and he, uh, young ranger, and he, uh, I asked him, I said, I said, have you ever had any experience here? He said, no. I said, well, has anybody ever reported anything to you? He said, the last report he had was in February, and it was near a cave. It's a, a cave they have up there. I can't remember the name of it. And he, he willingly gave out that information. So I ran into, I think, was a, a supervisor of the police. He was a, a, a ranger, but I think he was the, uh, one of the supervisors. And I asked him the same thing. I saw him on the last day I was there, and I said, uh, have you ever had an encounter? He said, no. I said, have you ever had anybody report one to you? He said, not me personally, but he 
it came on in 94, I believe it was, and he said that one of the older officers, when he first got on, had an encounter in 84, and he told us about the encounter, where it was, and what the man saw, and this came from a ranger himself. Now, I know I've talked to, uh, on my show, I, I, uh, I have uh, interviewed Army personnel, an Army person, you know, an active Army person who's actively searching and, and researching Bigfoot and has and had a sighting while on duty. And he's speaking freely of it, you know, with no problems. Uh, another lady out in the West who works for the government uh, Department of Interior, I believe, but she, I think she works for the government. And she, uh, she talks openly on radio shows and tells of her experience of what she saw. Now, if it was such a big hush-hush, why would the government allow its employees or people un, you know, that work for the government, why would they allow them, wouldn't they say, you can't talk about it? Lie and say you, you never saw nothing. I mean, to me, it seems like the government would, would shut it down completely. But then, oh, you know, here, wait, well, here's the other idea too: uh, is that it'd be a useful uh, tool to divide and conquer, and get people to think one way or the other. You know, like what you said yeah. earlier: hey, he's crazy, or you know, that's a lie, and that kind of thing. So, well, and the average police officer and the average, uh, you know, employee for the uh, Department of Interior or whatever. Is not in control of anything. There's just uh, employees, just like you and I would be, for you know, if I was still on the railroad or whatever, not calling the shots. Right. The people that are calling the shots, they're the ones, and they're they're not even part of the departments usually. So, you know, now so, if the government now now we also have to think. Remember, government government is a tool right. for the ruling elite and the oligarchy. So. When we say government, I, what we're really yeah, saying I use for government as anybody. Yeah, <laughs> we probably shouldn't say government because it's not necessarily the government, but the people in charge of things are just trying to. Washington. <laughs> yeah, the oligarchy, the people that are trying to maintain status quo, yeah. well, they could use that as a tool against us to divide and conquer and a way to never get to the truth. Um, Mysteries such as that are very uh, uh, can be very uh, useful tools when it comes to such things. So um, I don't know, man. It's one of those. Well, it, well yeah, clearly I, they know the truth, and clearly they're not making it open and public. Uh, they're only pl- they're just allowing games being played on the ra- television and etc. And uh, with the evidence, here's, here's uh, another. Here's another side to this. Our our largest our largest money maker in the United States is timber is lumber, you know timbering. So if it was to come out that these things existed, what would happen with uh, forestry? Would would it put a hurting on it? Would they would they have to shut it down? Could it hurt their economy? Maybe that's why the government's keeping it hush hush. Um, these things are also seen in China, Russia, and all over the world. Now, don't you think Russia or China, if they had a chance to prove that what they had existed was real, well, you better believe because they'd be the first ones to, to try to put up above America. Hey, we got it. We got it. It's a, you know, we can prove that this was real. At least here it's real. You know what I mean? So there's it's a lot of stuff there back and forth. 
to make me wonder. Well, you know, uh, you know, if when you my research has been is that there's certain elements where uh, the the whether it's China, Russia, United States, they work together on because they have a global agenda. Some people call it the New World Order, or whatever. They have a, a yeah an agenda that um, and. Um, yeah, they would. There are numerous cases of them um, uh, concealing things from the public, and if they, and also using certain things like Bigfoot as a psyops. That being, not that it's not real, but just messing with everybody's mind and making them think that it is not real. Yeah, and that you can argue about things. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. It's going to be. Uh, I. Let's put it this way: to put any faith in the government at all in this topic, it's, they've, they've demonstrated that it's useless, that it's pointless, that there's no uh, reason for you or I or anybody else to believe that they're going. We're going to be able to count on them. This is going to be one of those citizen activist type things, and it's going to be one of those things that we just prove to ourselves, regardless of what the government says. In fact, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, the heck with the government when it comes to it. And, you know, I don't trust our government, so that's just my thing. <laughs> well, and yes, wisely so you should, because yeah, it's, I don't, I don't trust it. You know, wisely so. I mean, it's not being cynical and it's not being negative, and it's, it's just a reality. I know it's absolute reality, so. I don't know, man. We've covered a lot of ground there. I enjoy talking to you. Hopefully, we talk again. I enjoy listening to you and Daniel. Listen to a little bit of your, uh, your, um, uh, what you guys were talking about yesterday. Maybe you can share a little bit before we end. This is about uh, your experience this weekend and uh, the highlights for you, man. And we're uh, talking now about the Ohio Bigfoot conference. Yeah. Turns out, I guess, to be the largest one in the country, believe it or not. So. <laughs> was there how how many people do you think were there? I would say somewhere roughly somewhere around four thousand, if I had to guess. Pretty good that, show. It came through, you know, not consistent at one time, but actually came through, you know, through the day. Um, there were people that stayed there for the weekend, but I think I think by the time it all everybody flowed through, I think it was pretty pretty close to up up to, up up to three. In a three thousand to four thousand, maybe. But um, uh-huh. my uh, you know, if if it wasn't for TV, who who would the the, the people be finding Bigfoot? You wouldn't know who they were. But I, I you know, I it, I do watch the show and I enjoy the show. And um, that was the first person I got to meet was Cliff, and great down to earth guy. He he was really nice. Um. Uh, I met Bobo. He was a great guy and, and, and really nice. You know, it, 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 everybody was really extremely friendly. Lyle Blackburn, uh, I'm a big fan of the Boggy Creek thing, you know, the, the, the legend of Boggy Creek, and Lyle's been down and researching that for years. And uh, I, I got to meet somebody. For, uh, this is my first time going, but, you know, but I got to meet a gentleman that I have been following since I was a little kid. And I mean, the, the the guy, bless his soul, eighty two years old and going strong, was uh, Robert Morgan. 
he was what, what, what a lot of considered to be the last of the four horsemen, original Bigfoot, the original Bigfoot researchers that, that started it. And then to me, and he was, a, man, just the nicest you could ever want anybody to be. Um, and it was just an honor to meet him and talk to him. Uh, you know, just everybody there was so friendly. It, it, it was crazy. It, it, you know, and, and I got to meet uh, people that I've been friends friends on Facebook with for for years now, and and I got to hang out with friends of mine from Facebook and got to meet. You know, uh, was Sam Below to was Tracy Arnold from Sasquatch uh, Outlaw. Uh, Sam has uh, high knob Bigfoot. Uh, Daniel went out of his way, came and picked me up. My room with him and stayed with him out there. Um, and uh, he has the ECBRO. Uh, Michael Cook, Cook Cryptid Research, great friend and, and brother to me. And uh, Bill Lancaster, he's filming a documentary. He, he was out there filming and talking. I got to meet Jeff Meldrum. That was another highlight. Uh, you know, Jeff Meldrum to me is a very uh, wise person. And he really studies a lot of footcasts and stuff. And, you know, it, the whole weekend was was awesome. It was if if anybody out is listening gets a chance to go go. It, it's awesome. Nice. I'm glad you had a good time. And you got a chance to meet some of your mentors. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's uh. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful a wonderfully interesting topic that um, I I've lost a lot of followers. I've been doing shows and recordings now for four years, and at ninety percent or more drop in followership because of me willing to go down this road. But I'm sorry, folks. I mean, from my research, this is not a hoax. Uh, yeah, there's hoaxers, guys pretending to be Bigfoot out there, but there's also, yeah. there really is a Bigfoot, a Sasquatch, a Booger, uh, yeah, there a Grassman. <laughs> and um, I think it's one of those great mysteries that uh, uh, I, I plan on pursuing for a long time myself. Um, tell us about your your Facebook page and a little more about your work with uh, Daniel, so people may know. Um, yeah, Daniel has the uh, Daniel Benoit has the ECBRO uh, East Coast Bigfoot Research Organization, and you can follow him on ECBRO ninety eight. Uh, usually, I uh, we do podcasts, and I'm usually on there with him. Uh, Daniel also has a radio show called Squatch Zone Radio. That's the one. Blog Talk Radio, which you know, you were on there with us that one night. I'm his co-host. Uh-huh. Um, I have the uh, Team Bigfoot Republic web uh, group on Facebook, and what I do with that is whatever I find, I post on that. I post, and and if you go on there, you'll see my. I've got pictures of three breaks with. And, and you'll notice I never say it's Bigfoot. I will tell you to come up with your own conclusion. I will tell you where I found it or the, the circumstances, but I'm not going to sit there and tell somebody that Bigfoot did it. I didn't see it do it. If, if I saw it do it, I could tell you it did it. But, you know, other than that, if I find something, you know, it's, it's up to you to find, you know, to come up with your own conclusion on what, what could have caused it or why. Um, I also have a, a YouTube show that I, I do where I was interviewing 
researchers. It's called Porch Talk with Shaky Jr. And uh, other than that, um, I've kind of put that on a hold. And like I say, I'm going back to doing my field research, and I, I'm posting everything right on my group. And if anybody wants to use it, they're more than welcome to, to share it. You know, just don't claim it as their own. There you go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, I tell you what, this is just something to, for for memory's sake. Uh, uh, the, guy, the folks there over at uh, Mississippi Bigfoot Evidence Research Team, have you heard of them? Uh, no. But there's Look a lot on, of groups out there. Well, they're doing some good work, and I, yeah. it's, uh, cool. uh, they're they're actually capturing some image of some uh, a Bigfoot down there in, in Mississippi, and I think they'd be uh, an excellent per, uh, uh, people to uh, man and wife team uh, to interview and uh, check them out on uh, Facebook. And you just look up well, M Best uh, B. MBVD, and really, uh, he's been on the show with uh, me and MK. He actually drove all the way up to MK's place and was uh, he was ended up being on my show because he showed up there to show and he saw some of these imagery. And I he love just got MK stuff. Davis's work. Yeah, well, he's great. I love he's what great he does. M- MK Davis catches a lot of flack, but that man is a very intelligent man. He's very smart. And, and he and is very good with that computer for bringing images to life to, to, to a lot better than what they were. He he is a good man to follow. I, I think the world of him, Davis. I really do. Yeah, I do too. I think he's a nice man. I hope someday I can actually meet him in person. And for some reason, all to the, to the conference, he's a speaker at the conference in uh, June of 18 that uh, ECBR is having in Virginia. So please yeah. try to get down there for that. I'd love it. Uh, yeah, uh, for some reason we've started a series together, and it just happened so organically. So it wasn't anything cool uh, that either one of us were planning. But it's been every Tuesday at two, or every Wednesday at two p.m. So, and uh, Shaky, I like you, man. You're a good man. Well, I hope we meet up and have a beer together and sit down and talk face to face. Yeah, I think we might. Let me catch up. I think we just might. Tell 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 uh, Daniel hi. I'll re-record this, post this on Facebook, and send it your way too. So, um, and not, not, and not just Facebook, but uh, uh, YouTube. It will be on uh, talkshoe.com. dot com. It'll be on YouTube and uh, and et cetera. So, but uh, it was a good good uh, hour and um, twenty plus minutes, and uh, we could talk more and more. But you know, at a certain point, it's like. What it's all about, this stuff is yeah. you can only talk so much, and then it's time okay. to get out there in the field and do something. You say you're going to be doing some field worship, research, research, not worship, research, <laughs> hopefully it's not worship, of <clears throat> uh, where are you planning on doing it, in, in locally, your state? Um, well, yeah, we've had some, uh, we had a, uh, some reports here close to me um, recently, I'm going to check out and uh, I like to go, go south and, and visit a few places and um, once I get going I'm just going to try to hit as many national parks as I can you know I can get in and scout around and check out what's going on here and there where, wherever I hear things are coming from and you know see what I can find 
Well, you know, West Virginia is a squatchy place, and it has. You ain't kidding. I'd be very surprised if you don't find something. And uh, I don't know. And you guys even got Mothman there. So, and uh, yeah. yeah. whether it's true or not, I don't know. I mean, I've had a guest on my show who swears he's seen it. So, really? I don't know. Uh, what, what do you do? He says he said he's seen it. I mean, what's you know uh, his name? <clears throat> well. I can say his name, yeah. I mean, there's no reason to. It's uh, Fritz Zimmerman, um, and he talks about the Indian burial mounds in uh, uh, Ohio, yeah. Indiana. So he swears he's seen it. So what it is, I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know if it's real or not. Is it just a greater horn owl, or is it? Was he tripping on mushrooms? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's the thing that drives me nuts. And you got these people. And you talk to them, and most of them seem pretty down to earth, normal people. And they're saying they're seeing things like dogmen and and whatever. And so, you know, you think know. about this: once that sun goes down, you don't know what's above you. If it can hide huh. during the day, you don't know what's flying over your head at night. You can't see it. But who knows? Or, or, who knows what's out there in this world? Or what's coming out of the ground too? Um, yeah. And, you know, here's nothing about with uh, Jerry Klein. He's got this photo. You should check out his, his, his YouTube channel. He's a big guy to interview, too. Character, I'll get out. But, man, he's got a photograph of a Bigfoot that has two nubs on its head. Huh. That's right. <laughs> now, what the, hell, what the hell is that all about? I mean, these that things. like Harry and the Hennessy. Well, two nubs like a antler started to come out oh, of his oh, head. Oh, 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 no, no, I'm sorry. No, two nubs and no, it's coming no. out of his head, his forehead. Oh, oh. well, maybe. And, and, and I've been saying, you know, what? A sheep squatch. A sheep squatch? You never heard? You never heard of the sheep squatch? I've heard of that. I've heard of also, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's the yeah. and there's the bat squatch and all that. But no, no, yeah. you have to check it out. I mean. This this is this this seems very very legit. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is these creatures don't all look the same. Mm-hmm. What those bumps are, who the heck knows? Maybe Mama and Dad got mad at them and and knocked them over the head, and he had it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows what it is? Uh, sure. Maybe maybe it's an illusion. You know, uh, part of the pareidolia. I don't know. But one thing I've noticed from my research, these images I'm finding on these photographs and these films of that, that that I, you know, thoroughly research, don't even listen to the people talk, and I just look at the imagery, that a lot of these uh, creatures do not look the same. They do not have no. the same face all the no. time. No, just like people. They're not the same. They have their own characteristics. Each one. Each one's unique. The last one I just posted on my uh, YouTube channel called What the Heck is Bigfoot? I mean, that literally is what I found. And the thing has a long nose, buggy eyes, a weird head face, and a weird smile. This thing had a long nose. Oh. Now, when I say long, it didn't go past its lips or anything, but it had a long pointed nose. Yeah. And quite creepy looking looking thing and it's in the company of other Bigfoot Ooh. and a, and, and a certain uh, little patch of uh, uh, pine trees where they somehow they blend into the pine trees and they uh, yeah. but uh, uh, and they don't move they just sit there and it's just like now either 
this is some um, our you know project from uh uh some university and and the art program along with uh, DARPA or whatever and they're just putting this stuff up and throwing it out there uh or it's real uh i'm thinking because the person never even mentioned it and it was so mm-hmm. passing you know that uh, as far as the filming goes that he that he himself did not see them. No. So uh, I guess my point is, if you see some of my drawings, which I've been doing, and little paintings of these creatures, and it's just that their their profiles is none of they all look a little different from each other. Right. Uh, you know, one you know yeah. some have the conical no head, some have bigger mouths, some bigger heads. Some have, uh, I mean, they all look apish and all furryish or creatureish or ogreish or ghoulish. Um, <laughs> personal, I, my personal opinion is I don't think they get that conical head until they mature. I think they start off with a round head. And, and then once matured, once they get matured, you know, I think then, that, then the head uh, gets that point to it. But I don't think they're born like that. Ah. But that's just my opinion. And I find it fascinating too. My situation, shaky, is that because, like, I'm like doing like a, a series on Laurel Canyon and the Dark Secrets and how government created the '60s counterculture out of Laurel Canyon. And so, and then I'm doing Bigfoot, and I I can see like uh, with the, the huge drop in. Uh, People following and talk to you because you know it was more specific about things, and I was not even dealing with Bigfoot. And I really, me dealing with Bigfoot has really hit me hard as far as followers. And I watch yeah. the subscribers and how they bounce back and forth. And I know that um, YouTube messes with it as well, the numbers and all that stuff. I don't really care, but I do kind of watch, not because I'm really interested in ever being popular, but the fact is to see what happens. And I notice that, like, there's a spike when it's going one way, and then if it goes the other way, then it's a drop. And then there's a spike right. it goes from that other way, and so, so I can only imagine that people must think that I'm, you know, in the internet, in the YouTube world, you're you're a shill, a paid shill, or whatever. I mean, I'm, dude, I'm just as bad off as you. I have disability. I raised the kid. Yeah. No, I don't even know why. I'm, I know why I'm doing this. It's because I got. Uh, the time and I want to do it. And you, you enjoy doing it. You enjoy, I, like I enjoy going out and looking. I mean, I enjoy spending time in the woods, and you know, and you enjoy doing what you do. The research, you know, and it it leads sure. to stuff and understand my world. So I I could care less the numbers and how many people like me. And quite frankly, uh, I'll start worrying if my numbers spike. I know there's other guys out there in the YouTube world, and they'd like to. Um, sell the fear porn and 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 the sense sensationalism and the talk about silly topics and their numbers are you know a thousand you know a hundred times mine well i'm not going to do it i refuse to do it why should i do it they're already doing it and if i did do it i'd feel like a fake i feel like i was just being a storyteller right. i'm not a storyteller i'm i'm um oh i i am an independent quasi researcher so you know, <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're just like like everybody else. You're looking for the truth, and this is the way you do it. Right. 
you know, everybody does uh, does things a different way. Everybody, you know, we all we we all do things different. And I'm out here looking for the truth, whether it's reading or going down in the woods. I'm looking for the truth of of what I saw, and you're looking for the truth of what you believe. Yeah, yeah. What 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 would be the best book to get for people uh, who uh, would like to do some armchair researching on Bigfoot? What would be some of the best books? Would you recommend? Uh, I, I I don't have any particular. I really don't. There's um, not one that you did you go to more often than others. No, I don't. I I you know I quit reading books a long time ago. <laughs> I, I really did. I now I just got to get you to stop watching it, television. You stop well, watching television. I'll tell you why I quit it, it, uh, reading the books a long time ago because you're reading what somebody wants you or is trying. You know, they're projecting into you what they want you to believe. That's you know, right. they write their book and it's based on their opinion. Spelling, and, spells. <laughs> you know, there's just so many different opinions. And, you know, I just. Uh, I, I just do my own thing. I, I, I don't want to be influenced. I want to I want to go out and find the truth and be able to share it with people, not influence or, or be influenced. You know, I, even if I believe that these things are flesh and blood, I'm not going to sit here and say, man, if you don't believe that, then we can't be friends. Or if you don't believe that, you're crazy. It's not, it's not like that. You have to. Well, life, life, life. You know, the more you do research in life general, it's not just flesh and blood. There is another realm, obviously that that the ancients unto this day, the people that know know that there is another realm. There is a spiritual side of things. What that well, didn't, is, uh, didn't uh, Einstein prove that, or was it Einstein that proved that that there are other dimensions, and he proved it mathematically? Well. Well, something was proven mathematically like that, that there are other dimensions, but there's no physical proof of it. You, you I think it was a set of... You can, support, uh, you can support something through mathematical equations, but you can't prove anything in reality because it's still numbers. It's like words on a page, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, God gave you your, your senses. That's how you prove things. Well, well I'll tell you what. I, I won't do it in this interview, but if we'll talk again, and I will tell you uh, uh, something else, and why I believe in, that there is a heaven and hell. I did come face to face with a demon, and I can, and I, I'm telling you, they, that crap is real. I believe you. So, what we do that next time? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the <laughs> yeah, spirit. Uh, are you willing to do that? Because sure. I, I know yeah. for certain as well from things I've seen that there is a dark side. There's even a very dark side to Bigfoot. I believe. I don't think oh, Bigfoot I, I, itself necessarily is Bigfoot is dark, and I don't think that the average researcher researching Bigfoot are evil people. But there's an evil element that has that isn't that is trying to usurp it and expose it, or, 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 or you know, I don't know whether you know what. Well, there doing. are a lot of people that think that Bigfoot are demonic to demons, and, and well, I, I, I don't. I don't have a day to thought that. I mean. I don't know if they're the demons or if they're the demons are using them. If that makes sense, man, you could be onto something. You could yeah. really be onto something. Yeah, because I don't necessarily think that you know the hairy ape guy is the demon. I think he's just like the rest of us. You know, many of us are victimized by the spiritual realm of things, and we don't really know it. And you just be the minion. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, the just this dominion of the of the thing. Well, you know, it's your uh a conju- conduit. The portal is us. Mm-hmm. We're the portals. We're the ones that allow the evil and good into us and they let it manifest out. And there are I mean, listen, every society ever it doesn't matter it doesn't care about the religion of scientism. Scientism itself is a religion. In research it you'll find out. I'm not against science, but when yeah. it turns into religion Yeah. And you know, and there's no budging, and they're pr- promoting things that are clearly fake and false, just because they have agenda, and they have high priests themselves at their temples, and the, you know, these uh, grand institutions called universities and etc. Serving yeah. Their- but the thing is, every culture, every society has known that there is a dark and light spiritual uh, realm that influences our lives. And whether you like it or not, that's the way it is, man. And uh, you you can try to deny it all you want, fight it, but it's going to come up and at some point, no one gets away from this. It's going to come up and grab you by the ass in one way or the other. And either, you know what I mean? The only thing that I've known is that actually works, that worked for me when it came to the dark side and things that happened was to come to know about Jesus Christ and call upon Jesus' name and things changed. I'm not a Christian and of the first day is a Christian fanatic and saying everyone, you know, become a Christian. I'm just saying, hey, listen, if you're in a moment, I mean, even witch doctors are saying this, you know, people like Kat Hansen, you know, and Eric Gal, yeah. who said, you know, well, man, don't forget about your Bible. <laughs> yeah. Now, I... I'm not telling anyone to become a Baptist, a Catholic, or anything. I'm just saying, think about it. If you're ever in that situation, always remember one thing. Is your final backup, or even your first defense, might be calling upon the name of Jesus Christ, you know, Lord yeah, Savior. true. I mean, that's the only thing I know. Yeah, I, mean, true. I mean, honestly, I, I'm not a religious guy. I mean... I I I am a guy who who had to research this and go through all this crap to get to this point to even say that. And I understand all the people that hear this and you'd be turned off by it. I understand I was that person. But you know, when you have this you know, the wrestlings that that will happen in life and uh uh I guess if you're one of you know you'll find out for yourself one way or the other, man. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's what happened to Chris Cork. Uh, uh, oh, Cornell, Cornell. Yeah. And yeah. maybe he forgot to call on the Lord's name, and he went his own way, and now he's dead. So. No, that's true. Anyway, so yeah, let's next time let's do it. I mean, let's, let's stay on behind. We'll end the recording, and we'll talk about maybe when next time we can talk about that because it is a very important issue, and cool. it's not, and it has nothing to do with religion. It has to do with our reality. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, it, it doesn't need to be brick-and-mortar church and everything else and you this and that. Uh, but it is real. And uh, one needs to know these things. And uh, I, got a, I got a gut feeling that, you know, 
calling on the Lord's name when you're doing your Bigfoot research, you might actually, instead of something uh, other, you might actually just get the chance to see Bigfoot. What about that? It's actually <laughs> one of his creations. It's one of his creations, right? That's right. You never know. You never, you never know. know. You never know. So, all right, folks, man. The one and only Steve Shaky Peck. And what a nice guy he is. So, Thank you very much. Just remember Shaky, folks. All right. Let's see if we can, uh, might have to revamp this. Sometimes when you go over an hour and a half, it needs to be refreshed. Oh, yes. And guess too. Thanks for staying on and take care.